Good morning. We are up to the Gemara after the Mishnah on Tetvavu Mubet 15b. Itmar, it was said, Harutska Omeid. You have an enclosure where the breaks in the wall are equal to the standing part. Rav Papa Mar Mutar, Rav Papa said carrying is permitted. Rav Huna Braid Rav Yeshua Mar Asur. Rav Huna Braid Rav Yeshua says carrying is prohibited. We learned that Mechitzos walls and the laws of walls are Halachal Sinai. The Gemara explains, Rav Papa Mar Mutar, Rav Papa says that if the openings in the walls are equal to the standing part of the walls, carrying is permitted. This is what the Allah Sinai was. This is what Hashem told Moshe. Do not let the majority be open. Rahuna Braid Rav Yoshua Amar, Asur, Rahuna Braid Rav Yoshua says carrying is prohibited. This is what Hashem told Moshe. Let the majority be closed, be fenced, otherwise you cannot carry. Tnan, we learned in the Mishnah, that the openings should not be greater than the built-up part, the standing part. What does that imply? That if the openings are equal to the standing part, it is permitted. So it's a kasha on Rav Huna, of Yeshua. The Gemara says, no. Lo mutar. Do not say if the standing part is equal to the built to the open part. Carrying is permitted. Rather, read it like this. If the standing part is greater than the open part, carrying is permitted. But if it's equal, my asur. Then what's halacha? It's prohibited. If so, the Mishnah should say that the built-up part, that the open parts should not be equal to the built-up parts. Mishnah shouldn't say the open parts should not be greater than the built-up parts. should say they should not be equal to. Kasha, indeed, that is a kasha. Tashma, come in here, a proof. If one covers his sukkah with metal spits or with bed frame parts, both of which are puzzle for kimotan. If there is a space between them equal to them, and you fill it in with kosher schach, shira, then the sukkah is kosher. So what do you see? That where the kosher schach is equal to the non-kosher schach, the sukkah is kosher. The Gemara answers, That is, where there's room for a spit or a bed frame part to go in and out, meaning you cover your sukkah with metal rods, which are not kosher for schach, and between each two metal rods, there's room to insert and remove another metal rod. Now, if the space was exactly equal to the width of a metal rod, it would not be possible to put one in or take one out. Therefore, the space must be a little greater. And therefore, when you fill that space with kosher schach, there will be more kosher schach than non-kosher schach. It will not be comparable to the case of Harutz Ke'omeid, where the open part of the wall is equal to the standing part of the wall. It will be comparable to a case where the standing part of the wall is, is greater than the open part of the wall. Umar asks, V'ha if Charlotte's the same, but how do you know? A person could have made it exactly equal. Amar Rabbi Ami v'madif. Rabbi Ami says, no, the Mishnah is not talking about where he made it exactly equal. It's talking about 
where he made it the space greater and therefore the kosher schach will be greater. That's implied in the statement that you can take the metal rod in and out. Rava Amar, Rava says that that sukkah is kosher for a different reason. Maybe the spaces are exactly equal to the thickness of the metal rods, but you can put the kosher schach on perpendicular to the non-kosher schach. Therefore, there's more, there will be more kosher schach than non-kosher schach. Since you're putting it perpendicular to it, it has to rest on the non-kosher schach and on the non-kosher schach on the other side, and therefore there is more kosher schach than non-kosher schach. Sheti and arev are terms from weaving. They refer to the two perpendicular threads that go into a weave. Tashma, come in here, another proof. If a caravan rests before Shabbos, when Shabbos starts, in a field, if they surrounded it with camels, saddles, pillows, burdens, vegetable material, you can carry inside that enclosure. As long as there's not space between two camels equal to a camel, and between two saddles equal to a saddle, and between two pillows equal to a pillow. In other words, if the space was equal, it would be usr. So the Gemara says, no, hachanami, here too, it doesn't mean the space was equal, it means the space was slightly bigger, so that you could put a camel in the space. When you try to parallel park your car, you cannot park your car in a space that is exactly equal to the length of your car. In fact, even if you could just go in sideways without parallel parking, you could not park your car if the space was exactly equal to the length of your car. Tashma, come in here, proof from another b'risa, there are three measures, three rules regarding mechitzot. If the width of the post is less than three tvachim, there has to not be three tvachim of space between them. So that a goat cannot go through them. Because if a goat can go through a machitza, it's not a machitza. If the post is between three and four tvachim wide, there has to not be space between them equal to the post so that it won't be open equal to standing. And if the open is more than the standing, then even opposite where it's standing, you cannot plant another crop. If you have grapes on one side, you cannot plant another crop on the other side because you don't have a proper mechitza. And koshu daled ad If the standing part was from four tvachim up to ten amos, you have to not have openings equal to the standing part. And if the opening was equal to the standing part, you can plant opposite the standing part. And, and you cannot plant opposite the open part. And if the standing part was greater than the open part, then you can plant even next to the open part. 
up to 10 amos is considered a doorway. If the break was more than 10 amos, you would not have a wall at all. But up to 10 amos is considered a doorway. The Brisa continues, As I just explained, if the opening is more than 10 amos, it's prohibited because then it's not a doorway. If there were posts stuck in the ground, you put a stretch of vine across it, make it surat petach, then even if it's more than 10 amos, it's permitted. That's the end of the Braita, actually, it's the Tosefta. Tani Mihat, in any event, we learned, Resha, in the Resha, Megimel Vadalet, from 3 to 4, Bovajlo Yehei Benzel Ezekin Lo, that you cannot have a space equal to the standing part. To Yufta, there are Papa, this is a Kasha and Rapapa. Papa, or Papa would say to you, What does it mean? It means that there's room to put in and take out a piece equal to the standing part. Therefore, the opening has to be greater than the standing part in order for it to be possible. But if they were exactly equal, it would be kosher. And this makes sense, because it says, It says afterwards, if the open part is greater than the standing part, then you cannot plant even opposite the standing part. What does that imply? that if the open part is equal to the standing part, it's permitted. Shmamina. So you see that from here that when the open part is equal to the standing part, it's permitted. Mark continues, So let this be a kasha on Ravuna Brady of Yeshua. He would say to you, According to you, what will you say about the seifa? If the standing part is greater than the open part, you can even plant opposite the open part. What does that imply? That if they are equal, you're prohibited to plant. So the seifa is a kashan of papa who said that equal is okay, and the reisha is a kashan of Yeshua who said equal is not okay. Our answers, Seifa la Rapapa lo Kasha. The Seifa is not a Kasha on Rapapa. Aidi is Tanaresha Perutz Murel Omeid, Tana Seifa Omeid Murel Perutz. Since in the Resha it said, if the open part is greater than the standing part, it's no good. So Tana Seifa, therefore it says in the Seifa, the other way around, Omeid Murel Perutz, when the standing is greater than the open. But you cannot infer anything from there about if they're equal. The Brysa was just worded in a way that the two sides will be parallel. The two sides of the issue will be stated in parallel terms. Reisha or Hunabrader of Yeshua Lokasha, and the Reisha is not a Kasha on Hunabrader of Yeshua. I did buy the Mitnei Seifa, or made Murvela Perutz, since it wants to say in the Seifa, the standing part is greater than the open part, Tana Reisha Perutz Murvela Omei. Therefore, it said in the Reisha that the open part is greater than the standing part, but you can not infer anything one way or the other. The first part of the Brysa said that if the standing part is less than three, then there has to be less than three Tvachim between them in order that they will be lovered, that a goat cannot go through. And then if it is three or more, up to four, then there has to not be space between them equal to them. If the standing part is from three up to four, there has to not be open space between them equal to them. It works out well, according to our Papa, Therefore, the 
Brysa did not combine and learn together the case of less than three and three. If the standing part is less than three, but they are less than three apart, the enclosure is okay because the standing parts are lovely to each other. And if the standing part is exactly three and the opening is exactly three, then it's okay because the standing part is equal to the open part. So they're okay, but for a different reason, and they can't be combined. Ella the Rapuna, but a greater of Yeshua, but according to Rapuna, greater of Yeshua, they should have been learned together. If they are less than three, if the standing parts are less than three or three, there has to not be three between them. Because even when the standing parts are three, you cannot have a space of exactly three between them. So they could have been learned together. Gemara says, no. No, it's because they have different reasons. In the Reisha, if the space was equal to three, it would be puzzle because a goat could go through. And Psula de Seifa made. And in the Seifa, meaning where it's exact, the standing part is exactly three, it would be puzzle because the open part is equal to the standing part. The Gemara now asks, who is the Tana of the Brisa that we've been discussing? Mani, who is it? Our answer is Rabbananhi. It's Rabbanan de Amri Pachot Mishlosham Rinan Lavud, who say that if the opening is less than three Tvachem, we say Lavud. Shlosha Lom Rinan Lavud, but if it's three Tvachem, we don't say Lavud. Mar asks, Ema Seifa, then how will you explain the Seifa? Kolshu Shlosha, Mishlosha Ba'adarba'a. If it's three up to four, Atan, turning the page, the Rabban Shimon Gamliel. This seems to go according to Rabban Shimon Gamliel, Damar Pachot Merba'alavud, who says that less than four is lavud. Why are we talking about an opening of three Tvachim up to four Tvachim? De'i Rabbanan, because if it was Rabbanan, Mishoshav Adarba'ah, Shoshav Rabba'achadu, what do you mean from three up to four? Three and four are the same. Three or more is not lavud. Amar Abaye, Abaye answers, Midresha Rabbanan, Seifa Nami Rabbanan. That since the Reisha is the Rabbanan, the Seifa is also the Rabbanan. Umodu Rabbanan, Dechol, Lemishra Kinegdo, Iika Makomar Ba'achashiv, Vilo Chashiv. The Rabbanan agree that in order to permit planting next to the wall, you need something chashuv, something important. Four Tvachim is important. Less than four Tvachim is not important. And therefore, there is a separate status to three up to four in that it's not lovud, but it is not important, whereas four or more is important. Rava Amar, Rava says the opposite. Really, the Brisa holds that up to four Tvachim is lovud, and since the Seifa is Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel, the Reisha is too. When does Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel say that we say lovud is up to four Tvachim? Hanimi mala. That's above the ground, like a Korah of Alamata, but down on the ground, If it's a machitza through which goats can go, we don't say Lavud. And if it's more than three Tvachim, goats can go through it, and therefore it cannot be Lavud. Whereas above the ground, like a Korah, Lavud, where there are no goats flying through the air, so Lavud would be up to four Tvachim. 
Tashma coming here proof to Panot Halalu Shuvan Tachim Halonot Mutar Bavad Shihe Omeid Mube Alaparuts. Grisa says that walls that are mostly doors and openings are permitted as long as there is more standing than opening. Shuvan Sakadaitach. That's mostly doors and opening. If it's mostly doors and windows, then of course, the open part is more than the standing part. Rather, it means that it has many doors and windows. The Brisa says that it's permitted if there is more standing than open. That implies that if the standing is equal to the open, it's asur. Indeed it is. But the halacha is like rapapa. Tiyuvta v'helchata, v'vekasha on him, and halachas like him. In, yes, mishum d'daikim, anitin kavatei, d'etan lo yehei pratsat t'ret al-binyan, ha-kebinyan mutar Because our Mishnah implies, like Rav Papa, it says that the openings should not be more than the standing part, implying that if the openings are equal to the standing part, it is permitted. Therefore, the halacha is like Rav Papa, that omeid kipharutz, or parutz ke-omeid, if they are equal, Caring is permitted. Mishnah. Mekifin shlosha chavalim zelamala mizeh vezelamala mizeh luvad shlo yehei ben chevel chavirosh shlosha tfachim. A caravan that camped in a field can make an enclosure of three ropes, one above the other, as long as the distance between the ropes is less than three tfachim. The total width of the ropes, the thickness of the three ropes combined, must be a little bit more than a tefach, so that the entire height of the mechitza will be ten tefachim. The minimum height, the minimum height of a mechitza is ten tefachim. So if you're going to have three ropes making up your mechitza, the top one has to be at the tenth Vachim height. Beneath that, there's a space of 2.999 Tvachim, then another rope, then another space of 2.999 Tvachim, then another rope, and then another 2.999 Tvachim down to the ground. So the three spaces add up to just under 9 Tvachim, meaning that the three ropes combined have to be 1 Tvach plus a little bit in thickness. Alternatively, you can make a mechitza of posts. As long as there is not three tvachim between the posts, so they will be loved to each other. Mishnah continues, This leniency that we just mentioned to make a fence of posts stuck in the ground or of horizontal ropes, going around. Obviously, there have to be some posts to hold up the ropes, but not any significant number of posts. This leniency was specifically regarding a caravan, Divrei Rabbi Yehuda. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Chachamim say that this was only said regarding a caravan because that's a common situation where you will need to make such a quick mechitza, either standing up posts or 
wrapping some ropes around your area. But really, you could do this at home also. The Mishnah continues, Rabbi Yosib Rabbi Yehuda says, any mechitza which does not consist of both horizontal and vertical parts is not a mechitza. Rashi explains that Rabbi Yosib Rabbi Yehuda is arguing with the Chachamim as well as with his own father, because his father said that in the case of a caravan, you could make a mechitza of just vertical posts or horizontal ropes with minimal vertical support. And Rabbi Yossi, the Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi, the son of Rabbi Yehuda, says, no, the mechitza has to ha- consist of vertical and horizontal elements. Chachamim say, either or, either horizontal or vertical. Kamara, Amar Pamnuna Amar Rab. Rab Pamnuna said that Rab said, Hare Amru, Omeid Mube Alaparutz Bisheti Have Omeid. They said, the Chachamim said, that if there's more standing than open, made up of vertical elements, it's considered standing. Vayi Rahamnuna, Rahamnuna asked, Ba'arev Mai, what about if it's horizontal? Amr Abaye, Abaye said, Tashma, come in here, Shi'ur Chabalim Bovian, Yeter El Tefach, Shi'u HaKol Asrat Vachim. Our Mishnah says that the thickness of the ropes must be a, a little bit more than a tefach, so that the entire height will be ten fachin. ita, if it was adequate to have more standing than open, more there than not there, lavalia ter tefach. Why would the ropes have to be more than a tefach wide? The avid pachot mishlashah, you could make a space from the ground of less than three tefachim, the chevel mashu, a rope of any thickness, pachot mishlashah, another space, of less than three tachim, the chevel masho, and a rope of any thickness, pachot me'arba'ah, and then a space of less than four tachim, the chevel masho, and a rope of any thickness, and you would have more standing than open. You'd have six tachim, because the rope, the two ropes which are lovely to each other, are considered solid, and therefore you have six standing and four open, and that should be considered standing. By standing here, we mean horizontally, there or not there. More closed, maybe would be a better word, more closed than open. The Tispra, were asked, could you think that? Where would you put this opening of under four, more than three, but under four? If you put it at the bottom, on the ground, then it would be a mechitza under which goats can go, and it's not a mechitza. If you put it on the top, then the airspace above, which goes all the way up to the heavens, and the airspace below, which is just under Fort Vachim, would nullify the rope, which is less than a tefach wide. And if you put in the middle, then the opening is bigger than either side, and it's only more closed than open if you combine the two sides. Is Rafamuna's question based on the presumption that when the closed is more than the open, only when you combine the two sides, even though the open is more than the closed on either side, 
that's considered closed. Rather, Halnuna is asking the following. Take a reed mat, which is seven tvachim wide, and you cut out three right near one of the edges, three tvachim right near one of the edges, and leave four tvachim plus hole. And you put it less than three tvachim from the ground. So you have from the ground up less than three tvachim, so it's not a a machitza that a goat can go under. Then you have four tvachim plus hole. Then you have an opening of three tvachim, so it's not lovud. And then you have a rope. Now the four plus that's closed is greater than the opening of three, and therefore it would overwhelm, so to speak, the, it would be Mavatel, the three, and therefore the thin rope left on top would not be nullified by having air greater than it on both sides, because the air below it was already overwhelmed by the closed part below it. That's his question. Ravashi Amar, Ravashi says his question was as follows. He was asking about a hanging mechitza. The divine meaning of Tavla Mirav, as Rav Tavla asked Rav, Mechitzatluya Maushatir Bechuva, can a hanging Mechitza permit carrying in a rune where the walls of the rune are hanging above, supported by some other part of the building, and do not reach the ground? He told him, a hanging Mechitza only permits over water. It is a leniency that the Chachamim permitted for regarding water. According to Rav Ashi, Rav Hanuna was asking not about a mat that was four with a hole of three, but rather he was asking about something that's ten tvachim, but you hung it above the ground. And he wanted to know, does the closed part overwhelm the open part, below it or not? And the answer would be, like the case that Rav Tavla asked, the answer would be no. And we'll stop there.